With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Russell, one of our star commentators. Dwayne, have we got you there? You have got me here. How you doing, guys? Yeah, very good. More importantly, how are you going? What's your, what are your first impressions of Gather Round, mate? Well, it's amazing. I mean, this is not really the town that I've spent the first 21 years of my life in. <laughs> a lot of changed since I've gone. Cheltenham Racecourse, not there anymore. Victoria Park Racecourse is not there anymore. Uh, I don't think I'll be going to Sam's after the game at the parade. Sam's uh, Disco. That won't be happening. But um, there, there's a lot that has grown in the city, and it's just a, it's a beautiful look right now to, to show the, the rest of Australia and anyone else that's coming here to have a look at the footy. It's just a beautiful city. The Adelaide Oval's been great. I mean, I grew up in the, the footy park era, mm. even though Port played a lot of games at the Adelaide Oval when I was playing in the Sandville. But, um, you know, I think it's, it's the redevelopment of the Adelaide Oval has just been a godsend for the state. It's been fantastic. Yeah, they certainly have nailed it, Dueno. Uh, and tell us about uh, your couple of days here so far. So you've been doing your show out of uh, King William Street, and you certainly are still a man of the people, though. We saw you out on the street uh, interviewing people, and you even dragged in uh, one of the greats, Tony Modra, Modra. as well. We, uh, we tried to get him on the show last week, and he, he, we couldn't make it happen, but uh, you've still got it, Dwayne. And just uh, your, your few words on the people and the, the atmosphere that uh, not only the locals, but people that have travelled over from interstate. It's a good vibe down here at the moment, isn't it? Well, don't overplay my lure. Uh, the, the lure of free tickets <laughs> to the footy is probably what's got the people there. Um, and the fact that, oh, well, I've had a couple of beers over the course of time with the great Tony Modra. So <laughs> it was good that uh, he was able to drop in and just off the street say hello. Yeah, Mods, I mean, Mods takes me back to, in my day, Gibbsy, they just let you play. It was instinct. That mm-hmm. was the beauty of football back then. And Mods is the ultimate instinct player. I mean, no punching from behind. Just go for the mark every time. You know, it was all about, you know, catching the ball. That's, that's a, that all that went through his mind any time it came forward was just go and get the ball. If not, where am I supposed to run? Where's everybody else going? Am I supposed to take my guy out of the space? Um, so that's the beautiful part about, you know, the great Tony Modder and the people of Adelaide. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's been a great life that I had. I mean, I grew up in Paraka. My parents, my dad was from Kilburn um, and then obviously spent a lot of my time down the port living out of Royal Park where when my grandmother came here from Germany with my mother who was 12 at the time, they're both German, mm. they first settled it at Royal Park. So, yeah, I mean, the, the suburban uh, kind of people is the people that I grew up around. It wasn't about money, it was about love and, you know, the loving family environment. And I still feel that about Adelaide. That's, that's what it boils down to for me. It's, uh, you're not necessarily rich, but you're rich in love and that's the beauty of this state. I reckon we love footy. Yeah. Do you, do you reckon we still have a mild inferiority complex when it comes to, to Melbourne? Dwayne, I've, I just noticed myself, every time I'm hearing a commentator or person of note say, how good is Adelaide? I'm like, please say nice things again. I'm loving this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think a lot of them are going to move here <laughs> as much as they might love it, uh, yeah. the Melburnians. So I don't, but I think um, it's one of those beautiful things that if you get a taste now, um, I think they'll come back. That's that's all you know. We yeah. really want. 
you know, get them down to the Barossa, get them to to go to Kangaroo Island, get them to go down to Victor and Port Elliot. Um, you know, those kind of places, you know, until you discover them, you don't really realise how damn good they are. I mean, even, you know, I drive down to Semaphore. I'm, I can't quite get a few of them to come all the way down to Outer Harbour for a cruise, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get them down to Glenelg at least and Henley. Show them the sights, that's for sure. So let's get a couple of words on the games so far, Dwayne. So obviously, huge game Thursday night, Adelaide-Carlton. We, I think we learn a lot of where both sides are at. Uh, how did you see that one unfold? Yeah, look, Adelaide's surprising me, but it looks like Nixie can coach. So I think that's the other thing. I think he's got, you know, I think Nixie gets two or three ladder positions uh, extra out of this group. I'm not sure. I'm still not convinced the group can win the flag, but the way that they're surprising me, it's just a great thing to watch unfold. Um, and yeah, look, there's some worries about Carlton, but it's a long season. That's the beauty of the, the year. You can evolve during the year, and I think Carlton's going to evolve. I'm not writing them off just yet. Yeah, they, they're obviously first defeat of the year, so it's, it was important to bank those wins early. Uh, big game at Norwood Oval as well with uh, the Dockers and the Suns taking on each yeah. other. Um, it was really whoever lost this game, mm. it would be nearly season over, would you thought? Yeah, the Gold Coast, they're hard to kind of talk about because you want to talk about them glowingly. You want them to work. You want them to win games. You want them to make the finals. But it looks like one of those Gold Coast seasons again where, you know, if we can get them to 10th or 11th, uh, you know, let's just be happy with the the competitive nature of them. They're not. Are they going to make the eight? Probably not. Um, but let's hope they at least you know win forty eight percent of their games and and give us what they gave us against Geelong a couple of weeks ago on a semi regular basis. And then we saw a, a pretty tight tussle up until about three quarter time, and then uh, the Swans' quality just come to the the floor in the last quarter and undermanned Richmond. But, uh, I mean, that was a good spectacle for everyone and a good crowd considering uh, it was drizzling a little bit towards the end of the game there. Yeah, they're a, they're a good watch, the Swans. They've got great class at both ends. So you've got the, the high-end talent that are experienced, but you've also got these young guys, Logan McDonald coming through, Errol Gordon mm. coming through, Brayden Campbell kicked a ripper goal last night. So yeah, they've got both ends of the spectrum covered, the Swans. I think the the possibilities are endless for them. They made the grand final last year, obviously, so they don't have to go much further to win the damn thing. But, yeah, they're, they're going to be they're just a great franchise. It's a bit, you know, you're watching a team that doesn't stay down the bottom for long because they just seem to get things right. And they've got some very nice academy players over the journey. That's yeah, uh, exactly. that's certainly been a, a leg up. Um, conversely for Richmond, is this just going to be a year where they kind of um, have a take stock of, of where the list is at and um, maybe rebound for next year. Yeah, I'm not writing that off just yet if I'm Richmond. You know, it's too early in the season to be start thinking about 2024. I'm still thinking they can be competitive. They get they get a heap of their guys back. They get Tarrant back. They get Lynch back. They're still mm-hmm. going to be good, Richmond. I, I'm not one of these guys who, you know, like Kenny Penny running around telling the people the sky's falling. Um, I, I'm prepared to give Richmond a bit of time to get this right. And if they get a full quota of players on the park, they're, they're still making the eight for mine. Yeah, they're certainly still going to be in the mix and hard to beat. Uh, so what are your movements the next couple of days, Dwayne? Uh, are you calling a couple of games? Um, again, getting around the people and shaking hands and kissing babies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm about to get in the car now and drive the team up to, to uh, Mount Barker Oval. So I'm heading up there to nice. broadcast that game. But the funny part is they're throwing me the keys and I'm about to get in and the boys are about to get in now. Um, what they're thinking, I know the place. Uh, I'm from Paraka. <laughs> Uh, when, when was I ever? When have I ever gone to Mount Barker? Maybe the drive to Handorf with a few of my German rallies, but that's about as far as I've got. So uh, it'll be interesting. It'll, it'll be Google Maps for me.
Absolutely. And Dwayne, just quickly looking ahead um, to tonight's game with Port Adelaide, how do you think uh, that'll be won and lost for, for Port? Do you think they're um, – the, the odds show that they're very much favourites, but I, I think they're very vulnerable down back with the lack of tools. Oh, look, if good Port turn up, they win. If bad Port turn up, they get beaten by five goals. That's the – how do you know with Port? That's the, mm. that's the worry with Port, their inconsistency for mine. They're, when they're really good, they can beat any team in the comp. But when they're bad, you just scratch your head. Yeah. Before we let you go today, Twain, we're talking about our best. So we're, we're basically drinking our own bath water here. We're talking about the best right. South Australian exports uh, in music and in football. But have you got one uh, in music, uh, your favourite uh, singer, songwriter to come from Adelaide? Well, I've got to stick up for my really Tyler, Tyler Venter, who's got his own band, Stormhorse, and he gets around. Okay. He's one of the best guitarists. Tyler Vander is one of the best guitarists in Australia, if not the world. He is a ripper. He doesn't sing, yeah. but he plays in multiple bands. He's got a couple of bands of his own. But, uh, yeah, check out Tyler Vander. And if not Tyler, then um, then maybe, well, did you know that Cold Chisel played my school social at Enfield High? Oh, really? Yeah. I think we've got yeah. a little bit of Cold Chisel right here to, to bring it home, <laughs> Dwayne. Thanks so much for joining yeah. us. We're going to have a little bit of Cold Chisel to take us into the news. Well, Oh, good stuff. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate.